Hello again, and welcome to Living for the Glory. I am your host and your new best friend, Andy Mikey. Uh, we last left off uh, having a conversation with my dear friend and special guest on the podcast, my uh Good pal, good brother, uh, Wrestling Theology Fellowship founder and owner, Rich Abbott. Everything was awesome. Great conversation. Uh, But we didn't want to leave you guys hanging. We felt it was imperative to give you guys a little extra special episode. Uh, This is going to be a prediction episode for this coming Sunday's Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Look for more of these episodes to be happening uh, with Rich and I. Uh, Possibly a few friends uh, chiming in. Going to see how things go with that. So, uh, yeah, uh, continue listening here. Uh, We're going to be having a little bit of a prediction episode, talking about Money in the Bank, uh, what we think is going to happen, what we'd like to see happen, and just talking about the state of the WWE a little bit. Uh, as things are going currently with the company, what we'd like to see happening, what we wish wasn't happening. Uh, It's just going to be a fun little conversation, just a little special extra bonus for everybody. Uh, Just hope you sit back and enjoy, and comments, feedback, always welcome. Uh, Follow on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash LFTG Indie Mikey. Hit me up on Twitter at MikeyLovesYou88. Hit me up on Instagram at MikeyT317. Uh, continue to listen on Spotify, Anchor, Spreaker, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, more platforms to come. Uh, but yeah, uh, here goes nothing. Uh, Money in the Bank predictions. I just want to ask you, did you, uh, you know, Money in the Bank is coming up too. Uh, it is, it is. Uh did you want to go over some yeah, picks for that? Yeah, or, let's go over. Or do yeah. we have time? Do, oh, if we're no, running no, out no. of time, we can. Oh no, we're we're far from running out of time. Yeah, let's definitely uh, go over some money in the bank. Uh, be more than happy to talk about that. So I pulled up the card here. Yeah. Uh, now I don't know the card subject to change. So oh, it's always subject to change. We've known that for the entirety of our wrestling fan lives. So uh, I guess. You know, I'll give a pick, and you give a pick? Oh, most definitely. Okay. So, uh, Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans for the Raw Women's Championship. What do you think? I, Becky Lynch, uh, the whole thing that she's doing as the man, uh, if if I can say so myself, it has to be one of the hottest, most over-pushes. Um, for lack of a better term, storylines, pushes, whatever, uh, in recent years. I mean, it's I could easily say that outside of Roman Reigns, I could easily say Becky Lynch could be the face of the company right now, without a doubt. Um, I don't, I personally don't think it's Lacey Evans' time yet. I know that she's more of your typical she would have been perfect in the diva era um i think she would have fit in better there i mean the typical blonde hair whatever that vince has always had an affinity for um i don't think it's her time just yet so i think becky will get the win on that one 
But I like what they're doing with Lacey Evans because she's coming out there and she's this new chick on the main roster who's went months where she would just come out and say absolutely nothing. And then she comes out and it's like, you know what? I'm going to make myself known. So, I mean. Doing the Emelina. Doing the Emelina thing. And as annoying as it got, now that she's out there talking. And it's interesting that they've kind of gone with the Southern Belle thing as opposed to a former military chick thing that she was doing in NXT. But, hey, I dig it. I'm on board. I think it's got potential to go very, very far. Uh, I just don't quite think that it's Lacey Evans' time just yet. I think the man's going to get the win on that one. What about you? Well, you know, they've got – first off, I kind of wish that they were to uh, unify the championships rather than have them uh, separate still. So, if they're not going to unify it, I think maybe Lacey Evans wins. Okay. Because I don't think that they're going to give it to... Or I, I don't think that they're going to let Charlotte beat Becky yet. Um, I think that that's kind of played out. Uh, I think this is kind of like the blow-off for that, for Becky and Charlotte. And I think Becky's going to win that feud and still have a championship. And I can see them trying to build Lacey Evans with a win. Now, that's just my kind of thought process. Right. No, uh, I, I, I definitely see where you're going with that one. Yeah, I don't I don't think that it's going to be – I could see it being Lacey more than I could see, see it being Charlotte. I think – do I think that she'll be – Do I, since we're on the topic of Charlotte, uh, do I think that she'll be the female equivalent of her father – with 16-some-odd title reigns. She's already it, on her second marriage, right? <laughs> I, well, I don't think her and Andrade are married yet, but they are very, very, very much disturbingly, if I may say so myself, an item. Um, but I do love Andrade. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think that she will get that. Uh, not to say that she hasn't earned it, because she has. Uh, but yeah, she'll get there. I just don't think this is going to be, what is it? Her ninth title. She's had, it's been so many, but no, if, if, if either of the two were to debelt Becky two belts, I think it would be Lacey. Um, because it would make more sense. Uh, well, yeah. Cause I see them. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. Okay. I mean, I wish they'd just go ahead and unify them. Oh, no, no. I'm with you. I'm with you. Especially if the, if the, uh, I guess the brand split isn't really a brand split anymore. Might as well just unify the tag belts, the champ, the world championship and the universal championship, unify those and <laughs> just, there's too many belts. And there, it is. And then. Oh, you're talking about this uh, this wild card thing that Vince randomly out of nowhere decided to start putting on both Raw and SmackDown to that kind of like delegitimizes the entire brand split. Yeah, it's just it's it's interesting. It's weird, but it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you can think it's interesting. I just think it's kind of lazy. It, it it is. 
It is. What else do we got on uh, Money in the Bank? Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. What do you think? I think that very well uh, could be match of the year contender. Um, those two never having duked it out on WWE television. Um, quite possibly the top two wrestlers uh, in the WWE, if not the entire business today. Um, easily could have a Brett and Sean kind of feel. Not even gonna lie. I mean, those two never, never having battled in the WWE. Um, I don't think that it's gonna be AJ's victory, though. I think he's gonna take an L on that one, and um, the King Slayer Beast Slayer is quite possibly gonna wind up the Phenomenal Slayer on that one. I mean, I I agree on that. I don't think that. Seth Rollins is going to lose the title yet. He just won it at WrestleMania. Uh, I think it's going to be a phenomenal match, though, for sure. But uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think AJ is coming out the winner on that. What about uh, Roman Reigns and Elias in a singles match? That right there. Um, I know uh, we've had talks personal talks before that uh i know you're an elias guy um i think that's a bit of an awkward match to me um i know roman's still riding the wave of having just overcame leukemia um at the same time elias is on the rise being one of the most over guys um it just feels like a bit of an awkward match, but at the same time, um, it's kind of a testament to how far Elias has really come. Uh, a lot of people see Roman as the face of the company, and for Elias to already be this over to the point where he's getting a really good match with Roman... Um, Kind of says a lot. It still feels a little awkward to me, but uh, definitely says a lot. Um, I could go either way on that one. I, I'm i kind of torn. Um, I would personally like to see Elias uh, come out on top on that one. I'm over the whole Roman thing. I, I, I support him and all that's gone on, but I... I'd like to see Elias get the victory on this one. So, in my opinion, I think Elias should win to kind of make a new star, even if it's by nefarious ways. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they're just going to feed him to Roman. Unfortunately. And that's why I feel like it's a little bit awkward because it's like, uh, are they really going to give him a good push? Or is he just going to be Roman fodder for the big dog? So... I also don't necessarily like the way that they turned Elias heel again. I don't either. They he was a babyface, and for whatever reason, they turned him back heel without any explanation, except for he just came out and started talking bad about the fans again. And I don't necessarily know if I like it. I mean, I like the banter with the heel, you know, Elias, but I just. I don't know. It just doesn't make much sense to me why you would have the guy that's so over with the fans just turn 
for no real reason or not on really anybody that I can recall anyway. Yeah, I mean, and you're absolutely right. It's like he was getting to the point when he was over on Raw, it's like he was so over. And they finally had turned him babyface. And, like, it looked like hey, this was going to be a really huge thing and then just poof out of nowhere. Oh, he's heel again. Um, but, yeah, looks like we're both on the same page on that one. Uh, I would like to see Elias win that one. What about uh, Shane McMahon and The Miz in a steel cage match? I will honestly admit um, I've been a little behind. Uh, my work schedule prevents me from getting home in time enough to really get there at the start of Raw, both Raw and SmackDown. So, you know, I didn't really – I didn't. I wasn't aware that that was a match. Um, I will say this. Uh, I personally believe, uh, that the match that Shane and the Miz had at WrestleMania was without a doubt the greatest match the Miz has ever had in his entire career. That match, I thought it was going to be a bathroom break match for me, but I was fully invested from start to finish. Um... If it's got, if uh, much like we know, if it's a pay per view and it's got Shane McMahon in it, something's gonna happen. Uh, something crazy. He's not afraid to put his body on the line for our entertainment. Um, I'm interested to see where this goes. I thought that the culmination of all of that would have uh, came to its end with the whole. Shane and Miz thing at WrestleMania, but hey, I guess that's what I get for thinking. Um, I could see Shane getting the win, um, but I think it'd be good for the Miz to get the win, so I'm going to go with the Miz. So, I would say that this is the first time that the Miz has probably been a baby face and actually felt like he was getting over as a baby face. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time they did it, I don't think it really worked too well for anybody. Um, so I think that he's on the rise, especially with his reality show. Right. Um, so I think that he's going to win this uh, cage match because Shane won in a fluke uh, WrestleMania. It doesn't make much sense for Shane to win uh, storyline-wise or wrestling wise because you want to push the guy in the that's going to be wrestling so shane doesn't need the win doesn't make any sense for him right um unless they want to prolong it and i don't see it going any further after this so i'm gonna go miz gotcha so miz and miz what do we got what else we got let's see we got uh samojo and Rey mysterio for the united states championship Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. I have been a Samoa Joe guy since I first started watching uh, TNA back in high school. Um, when I first saw Samoa Joe, I was just hooked. Um, I cannot speak enough good about Samoa Joe. Uh, at the same time, I grew up watching and admiring Rey Mysterio uh, in WCW. Uh, when he had the really super tight 
tights, and you could tell that he's a small dude before he got beefed up when he got to the WWE. Um, it's kind of interesting that I feel like they're, I personally feel like they're reviving the old uh, I'm Your Poppy, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio feud with him uh, having these interactions with Dominic. Um, I don't think Ray's going to be the one to take the U.S. title off of Samoa Joe. And I'm not saying that because I'm biased as a Samoa Joe fan. Um, I just don't see Ray being the guy to take the title off of him. Not to say that if he does, that he doesn't deserve it. I mean, you are looking at a first ballot Hall of Famer in Ray Mysterio. Um, I just personally don't know where they could go with a Rey Mysterio title run as the U.S. champ. Um, as for Samoa Joe, it's his first title in the main uh, in WWE on the main roster. Um, continuing to push him as one of the top heels in the company. Uh, eventually, what I would love to see leading him to a main event push. Uh, maybe eventually with the WWE title reign or universal title reign in his future. Um, I would say continue to establish him as one of the top heels, continue to get that heat on him, uh, especially bringing Dominic into the picture. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Dominic get involved. I've been hearing that he could – He's. Been, I know he's been training. I know he's been training. I wouldn't mind seeing Dominic get involved and wind up turning on his dad and wind up costing him the feud. So, uh, yeah, I've, I'm going to go Samoa Joe on that one. I don't know if I see him turning on his dad, but I do think uh, Samoa Joe is going to win. And that's all I really have to say about that <laughs> match. <laughs> Um, let's see. We got Tony Nice as the champion for 205 Live, and he's taking on Arya Davari. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not up to par with 205. Um, I haven't watched 205 in a while. Uh, but I can't say enough good about Tony Nice. Um, the premier athlete, man. Uh, he's... He's just ridiculously good. Um, I've never been sold on Ari Davari. Uh, if I think, if I were to say anybody on 205 deserved a push towards the title, um, I'm a little personally biased. I like Jack Gallagher. I really like Jack Gallagher a lot. Uh, they had a good thing going with him uh, when they finally turned him heel and. They didn't necessarily have to have him run with Brian Kendrick, but like he's got a lot of potential. But obviously, he's not doing that. So uh, I'm gonna have to go Tony Nese on that one because I mean he's a complete package. I mean, him winning the title at WrestleMania uh, was exciting. Uh, I was never really a Buddy Murphy guy, um, and I know you aren't much of a Buddy Murphy guy. I mean, you kind of stole his girlfriend away from him. So. I mean, I, I like Buddy Murphy as a wrestler. Uh, as a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will go with uh, Tony Nese on that as well. I think this is an odd decision. 
um, for a match that's going to be on, I, I mean, assume probably the pre-show, but that's what More they always than, do with the I, 205 I would, yeah. Live. But uh, I just kind of find it odd um, that they would put those two together because those two have been around since basically the inception of the Cruiserweight division. Right. And I feel like we've probably seen it a couple times in throwaway matches. Um, so I don't, I don't know if it's something that really appeals to me. Um, but whatever. I think Tony Ace is going to win. I'm right there with you on that one. Now, it uh, looks like uh, the actual pre-show match, and I don't know, they might have two different pre-show matches, but I think Wikipedia is saying that Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the Usos is going to be that, the pre-show match. That, I, heard that on, I heard that on Tuesday, yeah. Uh, Bryan and, and Rowan versus, uh, oh, yeah. Back to 205, Oni Lorcan's over there. Uh, I've been hearing that he's been doing really well over there. I'd like to see him get a title push. So, yeah, there. Let's put uh, Oni Lorcan in the in the Cruiserweight title picture. Um, yeah, Brian, versus Rowan, or Brian and Rowan versus the Usos is going to be on the pre-show. Like, how's he going from I'm going to be in one of the main events at WrestleMania, one of the top matches at WrestleMania to oop, next show I'm going to be on the pre-show? Like, what's up with that? Well, I mean, that's what happens when the Uso stops wearing face paint. They go to the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here yet again. Power and paint. Power and paint. Uh, I think a lot of that, if we're going to touch on that match, I think that has to do with the fact that I think Brian may be, uh, from what I've heard, uh, may be dealing with a bit of uh, injury that he might be just working through since WrestleMania, so maybe putting him on the pre-show, giving him a little bit of a lighter load, which which would make sense why they would put the tag titles on him so he doesn't necessarily have to be given 100% the whole entire match. So, Yeah, I think uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan are going to win this. I do um, too. I don't think that the Usos are going to take it back. Uh, I think it's also weird because Usos are supposed to be Raw guys and they're challenging for the SmackDown, guys, SmackDown championships. Uh, which is more reason why they should just combine the belts, but you know that that is what it is. I personally would like to see Heavy Machinery be the guys to take the tag titles off of Brian and Rowan, but that's just my personal opinion. And by the way, the Raw tag titles aren't even on this card. They are. They are not. Uh, <laughs> who are the Raw tags <laughs> right now? I believe isn't it, it still? It is still Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. It is. We're not gonna get into the whole uh, the it's just it's just a mess over there for the tag division. I mean, I think the entire tag division has been a mess since WrestleMania. Oh, at this absolutely. Point. Um, so and actually maybe longer than that, but yeah. Um, the women's uh, Money in the Bank match. Uh, we got Natalia and Dana Brooke. Naomi, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, Carmella, and Nikki Cross now because uh, Alexa Bliss is not cleared. No, Alexa Bliss is not cleared, and uh, that's fine. Uh, she, You've kept in touch with her, I know. Uh, she, She's going to keep you updated, so kudos for that. Um, if I had to have a pick... Um, 
I don't want to say Dana Brooke, but I do like the fact that she's stepping up and finally trying to redeem herself after having been just really a relative nobody in the women's division for so long. But is that her fault? Or no, is... it's not necessarily her fault. I mean, when you've got the four horsewomen that's been getting shoved down everybody's throats for the past three or four years, I mean, what? Well, I mean, also, she's she's not the one writing the storylines. Right. I mean, right. I'm sure that if it was her call, she wouldn't be calling herself the stat, or the, what, the stat mathematician for... Oh, that was... That Titus was terrible. And the, Titus Worldwide. Good night. That was a flash in the pan right there. Um, I don't. I hate to be the guy that goes off of the "What have you done for me lately?" kind of hype. Um, I'm interested to see what they do with Nikki Cross. Who all's in that match again? It's got uh, Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, Carmella, and Nikki Cross. A lot of women that have already held titles. Um, I'm always the kind of guy that likes to see, when, especially when it comes to Money in the Bank, uh, someone that hasn't really had the opportunity finally getting this to say, hey, more often than not, if you've obtained that briefcase, more li- more often than not, you're going to wind up a champion. That's just statistics. I'm laying facts out there. Um, I would like to see Nikki Cross do it because I think she deserves the push, especially since the fact that Sanity is no longer. Um, I would hate to see it go to someone like Natalia or Naomi or Carmella or Bailey. Um... My, I think that they would do either Mandy Rose or maybe Carmella, but I personally would like to go with Nikki Cross, so I'm going Nikki Cross. Okay, so I don't, I don't read dirt sheets anymore. I kind of stopped doing that. Now, I do see some things here and there on Facebook through social media, but I don't usually search it out. I you know back in the day i mean i used to go three or four times to like a different news source for back i was a no dq.com guy my for the long myself for the longest time so yeah and i i went to like wrestle zone a lot until their pop-ups went on and went crazy <laughs> and you know like i know everybody says why don't you just go to straight to the source i think torch or whatever uh i just I can read the same stuff, and <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But um, anyway, I don't really go to the dirt sheets anymore because I like to try to keep myself surprised a little bit. Now, right. that doesn't mean I don't click on something if I see something on Facebook or social media. Um, I did see something where people were saying Dana Brooke is the person that's going to win because they originally thought it was going to be Sasha and all that. I don't know how true all that is. Uh I think the perfect person to win would be Mandy Rose just because she can play the heel character with the money in the bank and she can play the character that really doesn't deserve the title shot. Um, whether or not you believe that or not, I mean, the character-wise. I, can see it. I it, it would make sense. And I felt like, honestly, for the for a while now, they've been trying to kind of push her since the whole absolution is uh, uh, since the 
whole absolution thing dissolved uh, with Paige having to pretty much retire because of injuries. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it really dissolved. I think it more was uh, just Paige left because she's still <laughs> with uh, Sonya Deville. She is Deville still with Sonya Deville. So, I mean, and also, like, I think her carrying the money in the bank could also cause tension between those two as well. So I think there's a lot more storyline-wise that you can do with Mandy Rose winning. That's right. just my thinking. Um, I mean, I could see it going to Dana Brooke. I could see it going to, well, I mean, and Nikki Cross maybe, but I just don't see it because both like now are technically baby faces. I I'm not right. sure Dana Brooke. I don't. I haven't seen her so. I haven't seen her much, so I guess she could play either way. But yeah, I, I I'm gonna go with Bandy Rose just because it makes more sense. I. I could see that. I, I'm still picking Nikki Cross. Um, I like Nikki. Uh, but, yeah, Mandy Rose would definitely make a lot more sense storyline long-term uh, wise. So, All right. And then the very last uh, match on the card that we haven't talked about yet is the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Sami Zayn, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, uh, Mustafa Ali, who's going by Ali now, alone. Uh, because Balor. Vince McMahon has a very big affinity for dropping names and just giving you one single name. So Yeah, it's weird. It is. Uh, Finn Balor, Andrade, which I guess he lost his CN Almas uh, as well, and uh, Randy Orton. Those are the men's participants. Who do you think is going to win that? Well, I'll tell you who doesn't need to win it, and that's Randy Orton. He has literally nothing left in the company to prove. Uh, again, another first ballot for Hall of Famer. Makes no sense to give it to him. Um, I will go with 110% full bias on this one. I had originally said that Drew McIntyre was going to be the guy to win this and the guy to go on and eventually win the Universal title. Because his time has come. Until this past Monday, uh, 110% bias. Been a huge supporter of his for years upon years now. I'm going Sami Zayn. Okay. Uh, I think Finn Balor is probably the winner in my opinion here. Um, I think it would be cool to see Ricochet win. But I don't think... I think it's too early for that. I do, too. Uh, and I think Finn Balor would be a fun win. And I think Sami Zayn makes more sense as the heel. But I think with uh, Finn and trying to get that championship back since he was the first universal champion. Uh, Wait, are you saying you would like to see Finn Balor and Seth Rollins go at it once again for the Universal Championship? As long as he doesn't, like, you know, injure him again. Oh, yeah. Keep him away from that barricade. We definitely don't need that again. I can see that. Uh, Finn having the briefcase and having the Intercontinental title at the same time uh, would make sense for him to eventually lose the Intercontinental title. Uh, but... I'm a Sami Zayn guy. Um, I love what they're doing with Sami uh, since he's came back from this injury. Uh, he's been cutting phenomenal promos out there. Um, just 
just being a just a nasty, nasty heel. And that's what I like in my heels. What he's doing out, out there. I, I love that arrogant. I've been so... Um, he's basically seen a new outlook on life. And he just sees that this is just... It, it's all their fault that this, this, and that. And I just... I love what they're doing with Sammy. Um such an underrated wrestler, like just in general. Um, one guy that before, well, back when he was in NXT, I never thought that they would have really, I never saw him. I was like, oh, well, he's probably going to be Intercontinental U.S. champ at best. But he's proving that, hey, I really do deserve to be in this main event picture. Um because he's worked hard to get where he is. So I, I've i been a huge supporter of his for years. Um, I'd still like to know the orphanage that El Generico uh, went off to. But Sammy's the only one that knows. Um, but no, in all seriousness, yeah. I'm definitely going for Sammy Zayn. Uh, because I mean, he just seems like he's on such a rise towards that. I don't know. It'll probably be something like it, – it, it might be – it very well may be Drew McIntyre. Very well maybe, uh, And I wouldn't be mad at that either because uh, Drew's proven himself to be one of the most dominant guys in the company uh, over the past few months and well-deserved. Um, I actually thought he was going to be the guy that would have eventually gone on to face uh, Brock at WrestleMania for the title, but that never happened. Uh, but, yeah. I could go either way, but I prefer Sammy, so. All right. Yeah, so my pick was Finn, so, yeah. So, you got Finn. I've got Sammy. Um, either way, it's going to be a very entertaining match. Um, going to see some great spots with Ricochet. Um, it's it's top to bottom. Going to be a great match. Uh, one of the... Very well could be one of the better Money in the Bank matches we've seen in recent years. So, Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. All right. So, with that said, um, we've talked a lot. I've let everybody get the chance to know uh, my dear good friend, Rich Abbott. Uh, any last words that you want to let everybody know? Any last shameless plugs that you want to get out there before we wrap things up for the night and uh well we do have a patreon account uh for wrestling theology fellowship set up so if you want to donate to us uh you can also donate to us uh wrestling theology at gmail.com through paypal um that's that would be awesome if you're able to do something like that all donations help us uh be able to put on uh new shows and uh Keep on delivering awesome uh, events like that. Uh, our social medias are uh, uh, WTF Wrestling Theology on Facebook and then Wrestling Theo on Twitter and Instagram. And our next show, Unshakable, is June 7th. Live at Mercy Road Church. Live at Mercy Road Church. And all of our shows are on Pivot Share. Uh, I'm a little behind. I need to put uh, the last <laughs> two shows. Uh, and, yeah, I need to put the last maybe three shows 
we haven't got the last show edited yet, but the other two shows we need to get up on Pivot Share. A little behind on all yeah, that. Yeah, definitely need to get past the gold up there. I mean, that was the finals of the tag team tournament where we crowned Zubaz Express as the new tag team champions. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I need to get that up. But, uh, yeah, all that is uh, great ways to support wrestling theology. Wait, you tell you mean to tell me you're depriving our dear fans out there of a Jock Samson and Levi Everett match? Um, that, not that, depriving. They'll no. eventually see it. Oh, okay. I okay. can post that tonight no, or tomorrow morning. No worries. So. No worries. For everybody listening, you will get the Jock Samson versus Levi Everett match. Yeah, and we're also kind of kicking around the idea of uh, possibly putting a free match on YouTube like once a month you or something. You don't say. Uh, what? So, and, you know, that would be from the archives of wrestling theology. So that that might be something we start doing as well. So look for that on YouTube. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, it's been good having you on. Uh, such an awesome episode. Uh Enjoyed talking to you, getting people to know you. Uh, look forward to having you on more often, more regular discussions. Uh, maybe giving, uh, doing what we did just now with uh, prediction, uh, little conversations about upcoming pay-per-views. Um, I know we've got a big one, the first official AEW event, uh, Double or Nothing, coming up on the 25th, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and I uh, believe live we're gonna, from Las Vegas. I think Wrestling Theology is uh, trying to figure out how we're going to do a viewing party for that as well. Uh, so uh, that may be something where we do like a pitch in on the pay per view and watch it at somebody's house, or we might try to do very... that at Broad Ripple. Uh, you got to talk to uh, Jay over there at Broad Ripple Tavern. Not in. Broad Ripple Tavern. Um, Union, Union Jack, Jack and Broad Ripple. Yeah. So. Pub Theology happened at Broad Ripple Tavern a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, looking forward to doing that. Uh, be more than happy to have a little double or nothing discussion. Um, for those of you that don't, that don't know, uh, it was just announced here recently. AEW will be uh, debuting this October on TNT. Uh, so it's the first time we've had wrestling on TNT in almost going on 20 years. So... Yeah, uh, like eighteen years. Yeah, eight, eight, yeah, eighteen years. Uh, the time that we've had without wrestling on TNT is officially an adult now. So it's crazy. They they, they grow up so fast. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what they is because they haven't been there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to that. Um, yep. Uh, and we also, like we've said earlier, uh, come out to yeah, come out to Mercy Road, uh, June seventh, uh, Unshakable, uh, first match announced, Drew Skills versus Congo Kong, uh, free with a suggested donation. Uh, look forward to seeing everybody out there. Uh, again, thank you for coming on today. Uh, loved having you on. Uh, won't be the last time. Uh, looking forward to having more discussions like this in the future. Uh, with that said, I'm going to sign off for the night here, everybody. Uh, again, this has been Living for the Glory uh, with your new best friend, Andy Mikey. Uh, I will catch you guys on the flip side. All right, and that concludes our Money in the Bank prediction episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to Rich and I just 
sit back, shoot the breeze like two brothers do. Uh, continue to follow me on the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash LFTG Indie Mikey. Continue to follow me on Twitter at MikeyLovesYou88 and on Instagram at MikeyT317. Uh, continue to subscribe and listen on Spotify, Spreaker, Anchor, Google Podcast, and future uh platforms will be announced here soon uh we're about to get on iHeartRadio, uh which i'm very excited about that'll definitely hit more uh a broad more broad spectrum of listeners uh but yeah uh look for a few more guests in the near future uh as i recently announced on the facebook page uh i will be having my first non-wrestling guest uh good dear friend of mine uh indie hip-hop artist uh Phenomenal talent. Uh, doesn't hurt in the least that he is actually my cousin. Uh, Case Kane will be on the podcast here soon. And look for a, another guest to be announced here uh, within the next few days. Uh, that one will be happening here soon. Uh, I will be getting with him to get that taken care of. And that one's going to be a really fun discussion i uh, got a few fun things planned for that. I've uh, got a few more things in the works. Uh, but I do plan on doing a lot more than just having regular guests on. Or uh, special guests, that is. I plan on having more regular guests. Uh, you'll definitely hear back from Rich more. Uh, plan on having some other friends having some deep theological discussions for certain times. Uh, fun episodes are going to be coming here. Just... Uh, planning on doing some interesting things, having more uh, wrestling discussions that are not guest-related. Just going to be a lot of fun things to come in the future with this. Uh, Just getting everything kicked off so far. The feedback has been great. I appreciate every single person that's been following and listening and enjoying what I've been doing with this. Um, Just been wanting to get my voice out and, you know, just try to find a way to make a difference in people's lives. I mean, if you listen to my podcast and it just you're in a bad mood and it just brings joy to your day, then that means that 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 there's a worth it. That's that's more than worth it to me. So, and if your life gets changed in any shape, form or manner uh by listening to me give my testimony or whatever, if I can change lives, then mission accomplished. So, uh yeah, that does it for this episode. Uh, you will be hearing back from me here soon. Uh, look forward to having Case Kane on the episode, and I will be announcing yet another guest uh, within the next week. I'm excited for that, and I'm excited to continue on this ride with you guys. I love every single last one of you. I will catch you on the flip side.